0: Welcome to Red Lining, Uh, just a quick little message, we're going to be doing live podcasts from Lakeside Odyssey, Uh, was that the week of the 1st of December? Yes,
1: the week of the 1st, we're going to be there for one day and we're going to be doing podcasts uh, at the festival, you can come and watch us do podcasts, we're going to talk to artists, performers, event organisers, anyone who wants to come and talk to us. Anyone at all,
0: except public people, They frighten me. I don't like commoners. Anyway, tonight on the show, we've got all the way from Germany, we've got Senoy, who is a DJ and producer. Welcome to the show.
2: Uh, Thanks for having me. I think right now I'm at the point where I'm actually from New Zealand. You're actually from New Zealand. Ah, How long have you been in New Zealand for? Um, Since 2015. You know, when I realized that I'm actually like, oh, you're a Kiwi now, when I got booked to play Homegrown in Wellington, I'm like. Yeah, <laughs> you've arrived. You're Kiwi now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, um, are you, are, are you planning on getting citizenship? Have you got citizenship or,
2: um, no, I have permanent residency and I am not willing to give up my German passport because can you not have dual if you've got a German no, passport? No, no. It's so he, a, the, German, the Germans are like. Hell no. If right. you want to be part of our economy and country, you have to have. So here's
1: the difference, right? Here's the difference between um, a Brit yeah. and a German, yeah. right? With Germany still being in the EU, like there's, there's something about keeping, you know, your German passport, right? Being British, there's nothing about keeping the British passport. It's <laughs> worth nothing at the yeah. moment out of the EU. Can you go to anywhere in? No, you can't go anywhere in Europe. What yeah. can I do with it? Not much so New Zealand citizen now.
0: I was quite stoked to have my Dutch passport. Uh, but they
1: originally couldn't do like like Germany they didn't do
2: the dual citizenship thing. They did. So they changed it. Yeah, they changed maybe it maybe 10 15 years ago or something. And also if you are born dual citizenship, you can have that. So my child for example has dual citizenship. Yeah. When they're 18, you have to decide. Really? Um, yeah.
0: Interesting. I did not know that.
2: Well, I've got dual. I'm quite
0: happy about that. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, no permanent r- for ever. Yeah. Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah. Fair enough. Anyway, you're in New Zealand now, and let's kick off with your new album, uh, Echoes of Home. You've just released that. Um, how's it going?
2: <laughs> it's going good. Now that it's, like, out there, I'm... You know, the numbers are not for me to worry about, but I think it's going quite well. People's reception has been warm and nice, and everyone... Or uh, is saying it's giving them lots of joy. Yeah. I have this thing where like if I put music out because it's instrumental music, mm-hmm. yeah. the moment you listen to it and you have experiences or like feelings or whatever, it becomes yours, yeah, more than mine. Mm. So the, if people come to me and say, Yeah, this is beautiful and made me feel all these things I'm like, amazing, that's what I do it for. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and so what was your inspiration behind this album? Just write it well. Just wanted to write some cool music. Not not that deep, this one. Yeah. Like the first one, my first album, the self-titled one was, I don't know, just working through some trauma and yeah. um, depression and just writing music as like a, I'm in lockdown, and I'm going to die. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was that. And this one was, let's write some cool music and try to um, challenge yourself in the ways that you write the music. Yeah.
0: So when did you start writing music? Hmm,
2: I think when I actually, well, me and my uncle, I have an uncle who's a year younger, a year older than me. Wow. <laughs> F- funky family, definitely. Um, And he had a, we were really young, 12 or something, and he had a program on his computer called Dance EJ. Yeah. And that was Horrendously ugly looking, and you had like little clips you could put on a timeline and make trans or something.
1: What kind of computer was it? Was it like a, an Atari or an Amiga? Or was no, it no, not no, that it far was, back? That was already
2: like a desktop. Oh, yeah. Show with my age, uh, Windows XP, maybe. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Nice. Way mm-hmm. And that was cool, and he still has recordings, and you could like record um, vo- vocals over it as well. So it had like a weird, those um, desktop mics i come on this little triangle foot and then very th- oh one yeah, of the yeah, yeah one of those yeah and did raps on that and um raps. i don't know i always i was like man it's the best. Yeah. and then my dad he um had magic's music maker yeah program and the dvds so when i visited him he was a he's a musician so mm. guitars and yeah i think lots of guitars yeah and he showed me that i was like damn this is cool and then got a first computer and then from then it was like 13 or something when i got my first yeah shitty very thick laptop yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, from then i was like okay fruity loops and a propeller hits reason which uh, i really like because yep. um, this studio mm. thing of you have to flip it around and catch the cables and yeah, there's yeah, this 19 yeah. inch wreck situation going on yeah. i always find that really fascinating it taught me a lot about signal flow and how that works and um i mean it's probably like not needed anymore but no. I, s- I still want to have like a good 19 inch yeah. wreck um yeah chain the of mastering or whatever like yeah. a, some bullshit and
0: there's something about learning in an analog sort of um linear fashion it does make you your knowledge of it and the 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 um, w- why it works is a lot better. Well, so, when you, you use do, your ears, it's ears right? It's this yeah. this mm-hmm.
2: is using of your ears. My so, in the village I grew up, very small in the forest, there's a castle. And it's, it's yeah. called uh, Schloss Hamborn, which means a like castle Hamborn. It's built yeah. around this castle. Yeah. And my this guy lived in there. He was like a music producer guy and from, I think he did like in the 90s some stuff. Mm. And um, he heard me play drums one day and it was like mm, you're cool you want to jam and stuff so he took me kind of under his wing mm. and we were just listening to cool music and he showed me all these funky rumplers and samplers and um de- like analog desk yet like this massive 70s analog desk yeah and it was cool to learn and just use your ears and also learn what all the plugins do yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> who who were your influences at that time what kind of music were you listening to i was deep into Alternative rock music. Mm-hmm. I still like it, but that back in the day, was angsty teen, yeah. long <laughs> hair. Was this
0: late nineties? No.
2: <laughs> I am. Um, Thirty, so that it's was 30? yeah, that was in the mid two thousands. Oh wow, <laughs> <It was mid-2000s. laughs> <just> like, wow! <laughs> I'm, I'm in we're in the nineties, so yeah, it was like yeah. X was a very yeah, different yeah. thing back then. Oh no, the, we yeah. had,
1: we were in the emo the emo phase. Was oh, the yeah. oh I think we still style. sort of had like smashing pumpkins and Nirvana yeah, that sort of, of like thing, yeah. and yeah. You know, that sort of kind of. But f- it was different from emo because emo a second wave for sure of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, did you experiment with like get more sort of guitar based uh, music?
2: Oh, yeah, I played like played drums, like, all really into playing metal drums and yeah. guitars. I was into like shredding and stuff. Did you have long hair? I had longer <laughs> hair. Sure, yeah, I had longer have hair.
0: you sampled Ramstein? No,
2: <laughs> but I, I enjoyed the music back yeah. in the day for sure. Yeah maybe I still like it because it's so dumb it's so good it's just clever
0: I was on stage with them during um, big day out I was doing camera operating on the big day out and I was on stage with Ramstein and it was like you can go here here but you cannot ever go there there (laughs) there, or there and I'm like why? I'm a cameraman I can go wherever I want (laughs) I stuck by the rules next thing you know the pyrotechnics went off and I was like fair enough enough. I would have died but that that was next level they are insane
1: you Germans are crazy Love it. So we have our moments. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a little bit different to the sound that you're producing now. So, where yeah. did the kind of transition come?
2: Oh man, I was so I studied like music design and all this, you know, I was just experimenting and trying to figure out as much as I can about electronic music and but never did anything with it to like get good at something it was yeah. like oh this genre is cool this genre is cool yeah. i want to figure out that and also like a, a, a little bit it comes down to you know at least a good pair of headphones or something yeah and i never had any of that and uh, i remember living in berlin being poor as fuck and then having a little iPod docking station as my yeah. with a tiny subwoofer um <laughs> as my main speakers moving, like yes, it yeah, slaps yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> Doodled around for a long time, met horrendous, very bad dubstep music at some point and um then tried the house thing and it just like couldn't understand and figure it out and then came here and quit music for like three, four years or something, mm-hmm. didn't do anything. Mm. And then I started going to this festival shipwrecked. Yeah. With my girlfriend. She was like, You gotta come here and I was like, Damn, that's what I was missing. Mm. Being out there and experiencing it yeah. with people and, and making friends and just like soaking up in a different environment also where like you know, yeah. I was doing it in a different point in my life. And then I started mm. to make like down tempo music and all of a sudden all the things click, 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 like yeah. clicked into place. Yeah. And um then I got my first release with legendary label Bar Twenty Five in from Berlin. Yeah. And that right. was all I needed, foot in the door. Yeah, sweet. Mm. And since then, I very much have been able to get a w- more away from making exclusively dance floor music or functional music, and mm. then now yeah. just like whatever I want. You're,
1: I mean, yeah. I, had a, I had a quick listen. Well, not a quick listen. I listened to your album today, and um, it's it's an album that you would probably listen to at home or in the car, or it's yeah. no, it's not one really for the. Club,
2: right? Maybe like two tracks or something. If you yeah. play them a little bit faster, mm-hmm. Yeah. Could, could work in an open air situation. Mm. But um, yeah, I just want to write music that I I like to listen to. Especially with album, it's like club tracks. That's something. That's a that's a technical exercise, and writing an album is an exercise in yeah make something pretty I don't know oh or make yeah. something what, something something that sounds yep. that's different and you can listen over and over again and find new things and
1: yeah. I also saw that you had one of your tracks is remixed by Gabriel Ananda so. um I'm a, I'm a big fan of Gabriel Ananda and I listened. I know what we're going to come on to in a minute because I listened to his podcast as well today. I want to know about that.
2: <laughs> yeah, my side of the story is even
1: yeah. better. It's Let's even get, better. Shall I, shall I give context here? Yeah, right. So I'm listening yeah. to. So Gabriel Ananda is a German, he's German, isn't he? Yeah. He's yeah, a, a German yeah. um, sort of melodic techno uh, producer and DJ. Yeah. And he's been around a long time and he's produced some awesome music. And he has a podcast and. Um, Jonas had uh, a guest mix on it. You also invited him to do a remix for one of your tracks. And at the beginning of the podcast, Gabriel Hernandez talking about the mix and he tells this story about me, when he was younger, meeting a woman, I think it was on the bus, was it on the bus? A pregnant woman on the bus and just thinking she was like this sort of um, mysterious, uh, glamorous woman that he he was kind of in awe of. And yeah. then at the end, he just turns around, and she was pregnant, and turns around that apparently she was pregnant with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <really>? yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's even better. So we come from the same village, so right? We, we yeah. went to
2: the same school. I know his siblings, and his mum was my neighbour. Yeah, um, and um, yeah, he went to school with my mum, oh, and wow. so I always knew oh, Gabriel Linder, Right, he comes yeah, from yeah, the. Yeah. Didn't know any of his music. All my friends who were a little bit older were like this shit slaps. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, when I was like, th- 14, 15, yeah. made my first CD, rubbish, of course. <laughs> and I gave it to his mom, yeah. my neighbor, and she gave it to him. And feedback was, that was like, you know, the music was kind of shit and not, um, when it's like not, the time, like it's yeah. not what's hot at the moment, I don't right. know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they had always sat with me weirdly, mm. yeah. And so, when we did this album, I was like, let's hit him up. And so, the label hit him up, and he said, Oh, this is beautiful music, never heard of this artist before, yeah. I'd love to do the remix. So, we did all this, he did the remix, and then at some point, I reached out, I was like, Yo, man, by the way, I'm this person, he's like, Oh, wow, yeah. That must have blown his mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was really weird, and we talked about. It. He was like, "Oh yeah, man, oh, I remember that CD. Actually, that was shit." And I was like, I know "That was shit. <laughs> I, re- I know that was shit." But it, like that, w- weirdly, that was one of those things that always like drives me to make try to make better mm. music. Mm. Yeah.
1: Do you feel endorsed by someone like that when they they do a remix for you? I mean, is that is that something that you aspire to?
2: That's all. I, that's all I want is the um, the recognition from the people I look up to. Mm. Cool. Like these are the people that inspire me to make music. When they say me, when they say like, "Wow, that's beautiful," I'm like, yes. <laughs> "You're doing something right." You know, it's yeah. like this. Um, you always like uh, you put so much effort and years into. Trying to get better at something. I know a lot of people who are shit because yeah. I don't know. It's like this thing of understanding. I don't know, I don't know people. It's like talent or something, right? If you have that, then great. And if not, it's going to be way harder. And um, that's always this good validation of oh my god, I'm not wasting my time. Yeah, I'm yeah. getting somewhere. Yeah, that's what we all need, I think. I think
0: all of us, every human being needs that little bit of validation. Yeah. Need that little and bit especially like today priority.
2: with the music scene, like the music worldwide is so, like, there's so much music. Everyone makes music and all the music is so similar. And then to be able to get that recognition from those people that you look yeah. up to, yep. that is what it's, uh, yeah, that is very special.
0: And we also live in a time too where it's very, we're very susceptible, people who work, you know, in front of cameras or behind microphones or anything like that. To negativity Cause it's so easy Just for someone It's so easy Just to get on a keyboard And tell someone They fucking suck You know Without knowing Who they are Just some casual listener But And they probably Have no idea About anything But when you get Validation from someone Who you know You respect Then it's like Who cares Everything's good You know what I mean
1: It's like people Talking about How shit our podcasts are Pretty much all the time <laughs> Fucking guts me Every time
0: but then we go out, and all these randoms come up to me and say, "I love your podcast, man!" Yeah, right. And they're always DJs, and I'm like, "That's who I give a shit exactly, about." Exactly. Yeah. And that's what's cool. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I like with you, man. That's fucking rad. Yeah. yeah. Cool. When was the last time you were back in the homeland, the motherland? Uh,
2: 2019. We're going oh, next yeah. year. We just booked tickets, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh my god!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like 10 percent of a down payment for a house. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! What is going on here? <laughs> But I don't know um, where you live. That's not ten percent of New Zealand, bro. That's <laughs> not even an eighth. Anyway, <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, we're doing it,
2: and yeah. um, cool. that's going to be next year, and then everyone's like, "Yo, you going to tour?" Yeah, yeah, playing shows. I'm like, I could, but I'm also like, kind of, you know, four weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to hang out with my family and screw. You know. Can't you hit up Gabriel and Andrew and go? Can <laughs> I come and support you? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I don't think he plays that many shows these days. Yeah, fair
1: enough.
0: Nice. Yeah.
2: How old is he? Oh, sixties.
1: No, he's not yeah, that no, old. No, no. no he's oh, probably 50s. maybe 50s. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. 50s. Um, So um, obviously you uh, DJ, but you also play live. What's the kind of ratio between playing live and DJing now? I, I, and what do you prefer to do?
2: Um, that really depends. Playing live with, with practice is lots of fun. Mm-hmm. Without practice, it's very nerve-wracking and um, I want to die. <laughs> so for my album release party, it was like, um, hey, can you play an hour and a half live? wow i said "Mm." i played an hour here and an hour there two different versions of the life set Mm -hmm. i can try to combine them and i just ran out of time to practice so i just had to like wing it and remember how to do it yeah and um that was all right but it was very stressful but the other times before i enjoyed it a lot Mm -hmm. um it's just that the way my life set is I don't play with the computers, I don't have Ableton, it's just all hardware. Okay. Yeah. Samplers and, yeah. Samples right. and mm-hmm. yeah. but it's the the tracks of the album, like mm-hmm. how they are coming out. Just with more me being able to Yeah. Change or mm. do stuff like that.
0: Do you use instrumentation in your productions? What do you mean? Like do you use guitars or something oh, yeah, um, like that
2: in there? I no, not guitars. Guitars I have always a hard time to not make sound cowboy in desert <laughs> or kind of like like rocky which i hate yeah, yeah. like rocky it mut- was well, like. a little trance country i mean oh, it's a new genre man. we're gonna kick it off yeah this is really hard i'm like st- st- stupidly opinionated which i'm always like why are you so opinionated but then it's like because you're german I'm, Yeah, <laughs> i know what i like you know yeah. this is like that's fair. I, I, yeah. I know what i like and um yeah, I just stick to that, but yeah. I like to use strings and lots of pianos. Yeah. And, like I'm really into those um, cinematic, um, oh, cool. melancholic piano things yeah. that are like really closely miked and with felt, and that's it's very yeah. nice. You're
0: a Hans Zimmer fan, I can imagine.
2: Mm, sometimes, <laughs> mm, sometimes mm. I find Ludwig Göransson, Göransson or whatever yep. his name is way more interesting. Yep, way more interesting. He has. Less of a consumer's a little bit cheesy sometimes, you know. any he sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> so, only sometimes, <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean, yeah. There's a little bit where I'm like, Man, you are a little bit older sh- already, you know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but that's you know, because we always want like edgy, fresh stuff, so <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But I'm actually trying to get into scoring or you know, I was so gonna a say, a fr- yeah, it sounds like that seems like a natural progression. Yeah, for a friend it. of mine, he's um he does TV and movies and stuff. so I was like, man, on the weekend actually, so I I was like, man, just send me like a scene or something to score and see if that is something that I feel, you know, because it's like scoring a film is you need to understand what the role of the music is. Mm. And depending on how you do it, you have the ability to enhance the feeling, enhance the dialogue, or... Your role is to convey subtext of motivation or whatever, Mm -hmm. or you just make background or ambience or atmosphere, Mm -hmm. all these kind of things. But all of
0: that strikes emotion in some way, whether it's yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's like
2: also, um, where do you put yourself in the scene in the context? Because you can't put yourself in the front. You can't write like a bang and massive score, and it's like, Mm. um, so. Serving the dialogue and serving the context and all this kind of things. I'm really interested in figuring this out because I. That's how I treat writing my tracks as well. Yeah. I treat it writing like uh, stories. Yeah, like you always have like your narrative element, your hero element, or whatever. Your um and that ha- has a journey and transformative things throughout the track and everything yeah. else is um serves that idea mm. when
1: you when you put together your album did you have a sense of story when you were sort of putting it together mm. some of these tracks because especially the first track I just remind me what it's called Life is but Good th- yeah it definitely has mm. a journey in that track because yeah. it's got a nice build and it's yeah of sort of that was one of those things where
2: I was like okay make the ultimate build up track and it just keeps on building the mm. atmosphere and just the vibe mm. and the energy and make it extremely positive <laughs> yeah, yeah, cuz yeah. the, the we tend to like the especially this melodic deep house sound tends to be quite um melancholic mm-hmm. a little bit like deep and have some darkness to it as well some chunk sometimes as well a lot of minor keys sort mm, of yeah. yeah and um I like me a good positive track as yeah, well in yeah. the same. That's you cool. know, and it's sometimes because people are like so used to like always like in the zone, and especially it doesn't have to be like that tune, but just in general major key tracks hit different on the dance floor. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. How d- how do you transition into um, sort of DJing? Uh, obviously, depending on where you're playing, when you're playing, like we saw you set uh, at Splore mm. this year, which was amazing, mm. but obviously it's more of a sort of club up-based, up-tempo sort of yeah. set, that right? Yeah,
2: you you I used to play deep down-tempo and very dreamy mm. stuff. Mm. And then you experiment a little bit, get a little bit faster, and people are like, that's cool. We'll book you <laughs> here. <laughs> we'll get you set time from 4 in the afternoon mm-hmm. to 8. Yep. Mm. And, yeah. you know, and then <coughs> that happens, and then you get booked and booked at better, s- like, more later, not better. Later time slots, mm-hmm. yeah. And so I've been just um, for the last I don't know year or year and a half or just playing banger fun sets because that's yep. where people want me to play. It's cool, but the music's getting way more chill. <laughs> <laughs> been, so it's like well, I'm I think going I think in <laughs> in two directions. It's it's yeah.
1: the it's the nature of the style. Still melodic, you know. Um, but you're just playing later at night, you know. So it's got yeah. to sort of, you know stay in that kind of area of of the melodic house and techno but still have yeah. to I just just always play to
2: have fun like Mm. I I'm not into this um, DJ elitism or whatever whatever people need to have a good time I have 90 minutes or something to have a mega party with everybody let's just go for it and take people where they want to go and sometimes I'm like oh I feel like we're enough of this now and then yep. want like 90 degrees somewhere somewhere different. But yeah, yeah. As l- I always feel like as long as you're behind it as a DJ and this is exactly what you want to do and people know, oh, okay, he wants yeah. us to go here, then it's good. Yeah.
0: There's some remarkable VJ technology coming out these days, whether it's AI or whatever it is, and it sounds like your stuff would benefit to that on a grander scale, you know what I mean?
2: Mm. I have been sport. I have been very much uh flirting with visuals and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. I have weird particular ideas of what I want. Yeah. And I haven't found the right artist yet to yeah. make them come alive. Yeah. But I want something that is interactive and easy to read. So yeah. you want let's say like you play at you know, explore, and then All the way when they come around the corner they can see the crystal palace and they see the um visuals they still need to be able to understand that be like that looks cool yeah so it's like this finding this compromise about complexity and readability and Mm. contrast and color and all these kind of things yeah um and it kind of wanted to be more generative so not pre-programmed loops but yeah, something that you. reacts cuz every like dj mixes are all midi controllers as well sure. yeah. so you could just chuck a midi cable out and um or yeah and send that to the computer program that generates the visuals yeah and control that life. that's definitely something i'm really keen on and i worked with this company called disguise on something like that but just couldn't quite get there out of they had to size down because of strikes and the movie industry. Oh, yeah, yeah. So <coughs> we lost the people. Yeah. We were almost there, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: everything... No, now I'm thinking that the music industry is affected by the film strikes. Selfish bastards.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Nope. No. Not really.
1: We, <laughs> were, um, we were talking before we came on air about families, and uh, you've got a... Nine month old baby,
2: almost nine months.
1: Almost nine months. Um, how's that affected your um, all your sort of time to make music um, play out? How has it sort of changed your life? Shall we say?
2: Shall we say? Well, um, bef- <laughs> before we, I had a baby. It was mm-hmm. oh yeah, you get a full time job uh, to work in a software company, and then you do your music thing and then you go in the studio and then people come to you and be like hey man can you track doctor on my track and can you produce here for me and all these kind of things i was like yeah cool i have the time Mm -hmm. and you have a baby and then you have none of that because you come home from your job and then it's like look after your child which is awesome which i want to do and then it's just constant no time Mm -hmm. no time i haven't written any cool cool music maybe there's one thing I made a couple of weeks ago that might be something but um, it is quite full on and I think that will change but having a full time job and a baby and then trying to do music one of that is going to suffer because it's mm. not enough time in the day mm. to be able to do all those things well job i need to support my family and myself and mm-hmm. family of course is natural so also creativity you can't be creative when you're tired yeah no. true yeah, yeah, exactly. it's, it's impossible mm. yeah you sit there and then you make beats and it's just like man is, nothing's happening <laughs> the muse yeah. just doesn't come you know
0: where do you get your inspiration from or where have you got your inspiration from in the past
2: mm. that's always the question i'm not that deep <laughs> you know, I, d- I don't go and look at the birds flying <laughs> like wow those pattern of the wings just <laughs> really like inspires me to make this rhythm now I just sit down I make a kick drum and then yep. um, then I make a groove around that or something yeah. and then most of the time the kick drum already dictates what the rest will be if it's like fat or something mm. yep. depending on what space is there for bass Yeah. yeah. and then I make a, make a groove mm, drums yeah. 8 bars 16 bars and then just jam, start yeah. to jam and write bass lines or something. And then when that is already there and that's good, you know you already have yeah. all you need. Yeah. yeah, yeah basically yeah. to make something But yeah. like that's cool. And then the rest on top is just um yeah. um yeah, there to make a track work over seven minutes or something.
0: So what are the artists seven inspired you then?
2: In the past, well, a, along the same genre yeah, of what you're doing. My favorite artist of all time is Stimming. He's uh, a guy from Hamburg. Mm-hmm. He plays exclusively live and he makes very incredible minimal techno house, I would say. But it's like the most beautiful music as well in the world. Yeah. It's a very musical guy. It's like a you He know, like plays the violin and the piano and... Records everything himself, and he's mega nerd and super weird about it, and I love it. <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah, he does gear reviews as well. If you want to check him out on the internet, streaming yep. gear reviews for electronic T Mobile, T Mobile electronic music or something. Oh, really? And um, yeah, his music is so unique and individual and different. Yeah, because he mm-hmm. never tries to sound like anybody else except himself. Mm-hmm that I aspire to get to this point where, first of all, I don't give a fuck what mm. everybody else is doing in the in the scene. And yeah. I find this this way of expressing myself that is unique to me. And I think somewhat, I have it already, but people are like, that's your tune, isn't it? I'm like, yeah, that's my tune. How can you tell us? Like, yeah. We can hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just to be able to get to this point where I know that, Every element I write is good enough because Mm. what tends to happen is when you start out making music and you're a couple years in and you like know how to make it sound all right, and you start writing tracks and you're like, "Mm, something's missing. You just keep on chucking elements in there because you feel like what's missing is more movement, is busyness, but it's not the busyness that is missing. It is maybe your idea is not good or. You just have need to have more faith and resolve those feelings of something that's missing through modulation and mm-hmm. building tension and release in the elements, who filter, or whatever. And uh, yeah, I want to get to this point where I can use less elements and be like, "This is amazing." Are you yeah. g- are you quite self-critical when it comes to producing your I'm own music? The absolute worst. It's horrendous. <laughs> but I found out um, I I mastered the skill of saying. This is as good as it's going to be. Mm. Finish it, you know, render it out, do the mix down. you not, It's not going to get any better. Um,
1: do you have any sounding boards here in New
2: Zealand that you sort of send tracks to and go, what do you think of this? Oh, yeah. The guys from Out of Swords. Yeah. And some, I know these people who are always, they always have something to say, even if there's nothing to say, which <laughs> is really good, because yeah. they didn't have pick on, it on, on something where I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool, interesting. For the next one, maybe I'll think about that. So mm-hmm. this is one of those things. The feedback I get, I will not apply to the track mm. It'll, unless it's something like, I send it to my mastering guy in Australia, he's like, take one dB of the clap down. I'm like, "Okay, whatever, like, <laughs> I'm not going to yeah. do that. But um, yeah, f- like feedback of stuff where people are like, oh, I don't really know about this one. I'm like, okay apply it to the next track yeah. you make and because that's how you progress and you learn this abstract, the, pl- the application of these things in an abstract way, knowing like they don't are not necessarily uh, coupled to an element, they're coupled to the function of the element.
0: Mm. Cool. How much of your music production is improvisation? Uh, Once you get started,
2: you've got to... Yeah, yeah. I would say, like, when I start, I um, no shame, I use loops and sample packs and all this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. because if you are in the flow state, cool music comes out. If you sit there and you take one sample after the other and you move it around and just spend three hours trying to make a percussion line work, you're not getting anywhere. You're never going to yep. get in this flow state of where time slows down and the yep. inspiration comes. So I just chuck that in there. I'm like, my, mm, my, mm, 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 feels good, feels good, feels good. Move on, right? The next thing. Like, what do I need? I need like a little, like a, this like thinking the function, right? I need something bouncy or I need a, yep. I need a quick organic shaker. I and mean, you find a loop, chuck it in, move on to the next thing. And then like, mm, what I think is the next thing? Okay, um, bass, yep. bouncy, b- bouncy deep bass, a couple of presets on the hardware, and go through it, write something. Oh yeah, cool. write MIDI, and so always trying to stay in this flow. Of, oh, that sounds nice. Sounds nice. Yeah. yeah. When that breaks, phew, it's over. You can go home. Like yeah. <laughs> you have to <laughs> shut down. But yeah. You can ri- do this for a while and just keep on like adding, adding, adding things, and they all sound yes. nice together. And it's always like, here's a little bit of a uh, a gap, and there could be a little element that responds to the bass or something. Call and response, to a lot of things. Yeah. And then when I'm like done, close it, go home, open the next day, and be like, okay, what do we have actually here? Solo yeah. all the things together, and make sure that. The least amount of things still sound good together mm-hmm. and then start arranging straight away just yep. like be like okay you have like your main thing here your melody whatever and then just do intro easy little breakdown and then just do the arrangement thing It it sounds like you've got, like, kind of a
1: set, not a set way of doing things, but you've got your own way of of sort of putting music together. So here's my next question is that you've done a few collaborations. How does that work, collaborating with other people? Um, Because it's got to be a bit of give and take, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually very similar when, say, like with the guys from Beacon Bloom. I love working with them we do like the initial jam and we just get some cool ideas together and make like a loop or a little something gets instruments going and they're always like mm, maybe you know they always push me to do weird things which I like because I'm like why it's like no one's going to notice you know the dance floor 8 bars 16 bars just like you're looking for this pattern and they're like yeah but what if we come in on two with the kick drum or something you know um so that's really cool and then it's um the next day basically we already i don't know i go to work and then they start already arranging and (laughs) writing vocals and um i I just let them do the thing because i just know they know how how it's going to be and if i say uh, this is not it But most of the time, they just take what's there. And I come and I'm like, that's awesome. But this little thing goes to here now. And they're like, ah, of course. Where do you source your vocalist from? (coughs) He's from uh, Beacon Bloom Mm -hmm. from uh, Christchurch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's a Christchurch boy. Yeah. He's a a pop, pop, electro, no, synth pop house, deep progressive trio. Yeah. touring America right now. Gotcha.
1: All right. Do you use any other vocalists?
2: Um, hmm, I'm trying sometimes, but I'm, I'm very very particular about what I like and what I need. So how, how do
1: you go about writing lyrics then? As I don't write lyrics. <laughs> I write, I write, <laughs> <laughs> it's absolute rubbish if I write lyrics. Fuck that off. <laughs> it's like, it's like
2: <laughs> the cheesiest stuff ever. It's like I don't get it, you know. It's like yeah. writing in metaphors and pictures and... So how do you know if a track needs a vocal then? Mm, it's, or do you, do you, do you go out and it's go? It's more like I want to I wanna make a track with a vocal. Yep. Yeah. I never have this like, ah, oh, this track needs a vocal. Because I write the vocal as a piece of, as a, as a synth line or a, metal yep. lead, a, a melody instrument. or something. Mm-hmm. It's, I treat mostly the vocals like as part of an instrument. Yep. Yeah. Vocal The lyrics don't matter that much to me because I'm not trying to write pop here. They're yeah. just something that if you want to listen to it and it takes you on a cool, you know, yeah. It's metaphors and pictures and all this kind of stuff, but it's more part of the um part of the instruments. Mm. True. Which vocalists by the way, hate because they're like, But I'm the star, I'm like mm. <laughs> <laughs> So who do, who does write? You get the vocalist to write the lyrics, do you? Yeah. Oh, we write them, you know, it's like hey, yeah. like write something like that's why I, I struggle writing with people. Mm. Because um, they're mostly writing about "Hey Baby" and stuff. and like, what yeah. you need is some y- is someone, 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 someone from,
1: the, y- someone from the, the emo genre to write something really depressing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the Beacon Bloom guys, uh, the Ryan, he writes amazing vocals. They're yeah. always like very picturesque and yeah. yeah,
0: that's cool. I love the collaborate, the collaborative way that you do things. Oh, oh me cool. too. That's my favorite. No, no, no.
2: Like the more I collaborate, uh, uh, my new my next album that. I want to write at some point. I want it's gonna be full collaborative album. Yeah. I want also I'm going to be okay with writing with pop artists and having cheesy stuff happening. Yeah. That's part of it, you know? Yeah. I'm embracing it. I wanna see what we can do with it. It's uh, very exciting.
1: Is there if there was anybody you could collaborate with, who would it be? Yeah.
2: David Hasselhoff <laughs> uh, <it's>, um, <laughs> I don't know there's a um, maybe someone like David Bowie or something you know uh, he's yeah. dead yeah but not just Samples it's not because like I think the weird ideas would be really interesting and he would mm. get really into the electronic the Fair. housey bit yeah Are you a Kraftwerk fan um Sure. Mm-hmm. I appreciate them for what they did for all of us, and some of the tracks are quite catchy. <laughs> funny, yeah. But some of the tracks are just sound like very <laughs> shitty drum machines as well. And you just listening. Well,
1: they were. I mean, they were the pioneers of, <laughs> kind of, kind of that, that kind of music. So yeah. you you would have thought they would have moved on by now, but obviously not. Nah, they're yeah. still doing the same. Stuff. Yeah. They're putting robots on stage, not yeah. Even yeah. on stage themselves. It's so a
2: traveling exhibition or yeah. something. Yeah, you know, yeah, nah, fair enough.
1: Um so what have you got coming up? So you've are uh, you pretty busy over the summer?
2: Yeah, yeah. I have lots of shows um like sixteen shows or something till March?
1: Oh wow. Um are they so Festivals. Mainly festivals being the summer. Just Did festivals. When you when you get booked for a festival, do you get booked as a DJ or do you go, actually, can you bring you a live show here? Or do you make that decision?
2: Um yeah, I make that decision by Naming my prize for the live show. <laughs> <laughs> so, how much money you got? Oh, um, that, that's a DJ right. then. <laughs> it depends. I think the live show I want to. That's tonight. It's not festival. Mm. Now, mm. maybe now. You know, it's more uh, venue, and we're gonna do visuals. So, in vi- in next winter, we're gonna go on on yep, tour yeah. with that and with amazing visuals, and mm. then do like yeah. A really want to play in a church for example you know like we're oh, yeah. doing stuff like that yeah it's going to be more it's just like s- a show. sit, sit down yeah, yeah a show <laughs> sit down we're going to do ambient and, and play the tracks and yeah all this kind of stuff but um, of a festival season people like what I do I DJ and I I do my job and it's like yeah make party I'll make party
1: what's your favorite festival to play
2: um shipwrecked
1: yeah is that kind of it's like that that's like the um the original where you sort of yeah i've been going there since 2016
2: every year and Mm. one one day not one time i was like with my partner i was like you know what next year i'm gonna play main stage and somehow i did it um Mm. um and i don't know i feel like there's a the the community in the um the spirit is really nice there and it's cool and see everybody progress as well
1: yeah do you kind of um it's home prob- you know, probably with yeah. yeah well i mean sort of following on for that with shipwreck, do you hang around for most of the festival because it is well Shitwreck rather yeah. than sort of turning up
2: oh, oh on, the this out. one is we go for three days mm-hmm. and we'll stay and bring the family and everyone's there and it's like hanging out with the friends and People starting to have families now too. And so that's really cool for us. Mm. But a lot of the other ones are just, I have to like, you know, I can't festival the whole summer. It's just, you go, you show up, you're nice, you do your job, and then it's either you go to sleep or drive back home. Mm. Yeah. Which is also fun to do. So this will be your first
0: shipwrecked with child. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Yeah. 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 It's very exciting. Very exciting. I can't wait for the guy to um be in the booth. No, maybe he might be sleeping. <sighs> He's sleeping. He's sleeping. But we'll probably get him in the booth for somebody it's
1: else. It's all right. You can tell. You can tell your partner how it went. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll find a babysitter. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> we'll find a babysitter. Um. Well, those
1: cute little pink headphones
2: that babies wear. We have yeah. two pairs. We have yeah, a blue yeah. one and a funky colored one. Yeah. to that's match like, with different outfits. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It's <laughs> okay, adorable. It is okay. I
0: love it when you see that and even the kids are still like looking around going, What the oh, fuck is so going on?
2: So last weekend actually we took him to his first festival and um he enjoyed it and I think he was like Chicorelli was playing oh yeah. in the afternoon yeah. and the guy got his little twerk on. I was like, Come on, man, <laughs> <German bass>. but <laughs> <laughs> if he wants to do it, that's fine. Is he too. is he yeah. um
1: is he standing yet? Is he in the standing Walking stairs Yeah dude yeah. He's
2: like standing And pulling up on everything yeah. Just standing And yeah, know, yeah. being Being very um, Very chuffed with himself Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walking proud. yet Or oh, no Nah Not yet Thank god Yeah
1: <laughs> one, Once they get walking You can't take your eyes off them Scoots know, yeah. already around the house And looks Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Where They come around He Eat some cardboard <laughs> <laughs> Gone are the days you can just leave them on their back and mm. fuck off somewhere, you know? Yeah, yeah, You'll yeah, still yeah. be there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're still there. Still Blame there, bastard. Talking of uh headphones, we were talking earlier about um the headphones that you use. You use the so you've got these in-ear monitors that are molded to your ears. Mm-hmm. Um tell us about that. Uh
2: I always um I always was always curious, and I played with Sennheiser HD twenty-fives for a long time, and um, I was like, "Yeah, they're really good, everybody." And then because like, everyone's using them. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're like <laughs> but yeah. ones, right? Uh, yeah. The ones that we talking about earlier. I'm just
0: like, they're so. How can they be worth that much? They're so plasticky It's anyway, like
2: three hundred fifty dollars, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, I mean, they're people in broadcasting love them. Boom operators love them, and all those kind of people. They're quite tight, and you sit on top of the ears and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Quite loud. Mm. Um, I had reached a point where I went home with ringing ears. Because booths here sound horrendous, unfortunately. And everything's too loud and you just have to turn up too loud. Yep. Or you stay in the middle of a just the subs are under the stage and it's just yeah. Woof, woof. Yeah. And um then for my live show I was like, Man, I gotta have as much clarity. I need to be able to hear what I do with my machines. So mm. I was like, okay, invest. Got these done and then DJed with them and was like, ah, this is the best thing ever. Yeah, It's cool. They're very boring sounding. They're not nice, making things sound like nice and bass or whatever. Mm. But that's what I want. I want mm-hmm. boring, flat. Sound real. F- flat sounding things and they... The sound isolation is so good. I have to only turn up to a quarter volume on a DJ mixer, yeah, and then I mix just with the Q master knob. Yep, gotcha.
1: I was going to say because, like, usually when you're sort of obviously when you're DJing, you've got one ear listening to what's going on on the monitor, and then you've got I'll this one, so just, it's all through the mixer. Well, just you have your. Did that take a while to get
2: used to? It? Yeah, I think so. I've been always kind of doing it like that anyway, mm. Um, but. um it's not that hard. It's the same if taking your ear. It's just moving this thing to the yeah. left and having the yeah. master come through yeah. or your output. And you probably can hear them all balanced. a cue on here and then on the channel master cue, and then on the channel that mm. you want know, to.
0: Wait, mm-hmm. do you mean you don't need to use the monitors to mix? You can just have it all going through your headphones.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, but I mean, yeah, you still got to f- listen to what's going on out there. You know, I no, don't
0: no, no, But I'm just saying, like, if you're at home practicing... I can see DJing. where this is going. <laughs> Do you need to listen with the monitors or can you just use headphones? Richard, tell me.
2: At home, unfortunately, that only works with <laughs> monitors. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> Someone so, and I so got. She so just sometimes. has to keep playing. Like, you have to keep listening. <laughs> yeah, you're doing great, honey. Well
1: done. Mm. Ah. Oh, I slept
0: once.
2: <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. it's like... I've been i've been encouraging all my friends i have this friend i play back to back with jake snake jake rattler he's yep. amazing you should get yep. him on he's the nicest guy mm. um great dj as well um when i play back to back with him and he gets me the headphones oh it's blast it's every time so loud that i'm like <laughs> man yeah you need to chill like yeah, yeah, yeah. G- even get some uh, sure are they sure yeah sure in the, the over-the-ear ones, yeah, they're pretty good with the foam tips. that are not custom, but yeah, it will already yeah, yeah. give you that feeling of how that would be to mix with those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's all you need: a tiny case, and that's your USBs yeah. and your headphones. That's cool. Mm. So, do you? So you're wireless right now? Yeah, getting geeky.
0: You're wireless right now. Do you do that for DJ sets? Or I do that for DJ much? sets. No, 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 really?
2: Yeah, of course. Well, I don't really. Tethered to the mixer. No, no, no! If but, I have but to the, turn the around and make cocktails yeah. for everybody in the booth. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Yeah, I like it. It's like you just plop it in. I have this already yeah. wired up through the back. It's in my pocket. Yeah, and it's yeah. on, and then I just have to. But the thing. delay doesn't
0: matter. I mean, there's always going to be a little delay. Five milliseconds,
2: and that's five remarkable. milliseconds. Is you will you cannot hear it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There are gamers at home Twenty going right millis- now going yeah. 5 milliseconds is too much. <laughs>
2: no. 20 milliseconds is when it starts to get audible and you start get into phasing and flamming yeah. right. basically. But yeah. 5 milliseconds it's is nah, nothing, whatever. It? like mm. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Wow, oh, that's
1: amazing. Have you had any um, uh, equipment malfunctions while you've been playing live? All the time. <laughs> How do you deal with that? Um, Apart from shit yourself. Um, oh, I'm sure you don't shit yourself. But so, yeah,
2: obviously. I had a couple of emergency loops where the sound tech explore for example was like, trying to get the turntable and ding the USB and then mm-hmm. emergency loop I think Pioneer are massive assholes for not making sure that the whole track is loaded into RAM I don't know why they're not doing that mm. um, and then we had uh, something like oh yeah okay hold your horses I play with sync all the time <gasps> everybody shame. 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 shame 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 do shame. Shame. No, you th- know
1: when we had owen on here he said he, hadn't, he 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 hadn't beat match for like 10 years yeah he plays track you know, exactly yeah so it's like yeah
2: it's my favorite tool it's my one of my favorite tools in the tool bag yeah is a sync because i can focus on doing cool transitions yeah. between tracks yeah um musically interesting stuff mm. uh, tight loops um, yep. all that kind of shit that like I don't have to do w- because of sync which means it's like my mixes are always tight yep. mm. my transitions are always smooth I never have uh, any like whoops situation yep. but yep. I'm getting to where sometimes of course you have whip situations where the beat beat grid is not done well mm. and then it's like ah oh shit but I can mix fine without it Mm-hmm. But it's just if you're in a high stress environment of yeah. playing to 5,000 people, push those buttons, yeah. man. It's like yeah. not mm-hmm. not cool. a problem. I think Less to think about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: You're not going to get anyone on the dance floor going, oh, scene come off.
2: Yeah, yeah. No mm-hmm. one gives a shit. You no. can play with an iPhone and get mm-hmm. tricked or, or something mm-hmm. on your iPhone and play if you're having a good time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, DJing is just you press play and then you. Maneuver the things every seven, six minutes or something. Yeah. So Have you ever dabbled with vinyl? I haven't, I, I release vinyl. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I was really impressed with that.
2: Your, your album's actually on vinyl, available, yeah. was not it? My yeah. old one was too, sold out. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Cool. Oh, that is awesome. This Pink. one is, yeah, this one's gone pretty flying off the shelves. Yeah. That's fantastic. So, anyone out there, if you want a copy, make sure to head over to Bandcamp and get one of the last remaining five copies or whatever, two, four, yeah. something. So do
1: you do you um, do you make much money out of the music that you produce, or is it all through DJing? Ha
2: ha ha ha! <laughs> I have a full time job. That should tell you. <laughs> <laughs> that should tell you everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, nope. No one makes money of uh, releasing mm. music anymore, especially in the house and techno scene. That's you make money by playing shows and yep. touring. Yeah. Which I mean, that's what everybody does, right? If you're in a band or whatever. But, um, hmm, I feel like. We're getting to a point where I get enough streams that like maybe once a year I get like oh, $60 here or <laughs> no from the UK like 190 <laughs> Nine. pounds. Damn. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, was <laughs> like, I was like... Babe, we're going out. <laughs> 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 we're going out. We're having one cocktail <laughs> each. Yeah. We'll, go, we'll go
1: out for Maccas. <laughs> That's all yeah. we can afford. Unfortunately, streaming
2: <laughs> services are just, you know, sure. whatever. This is bullshit. You don't put your music on streaming services to get money. You, you no. do that to get exposure. And mm, if yeah. you're lucky, um, I did a calculation or something the other day. I'm in, like, the top. I have 20. 30,000 monthly listeners. Mm. I'm in the top 10% of Spotify. Whoa, There's so much people that get zero listens. Mm. Like zero. And like 25 and 12 like 30,000 monthly listeners is fuck all. Mm. But um, there's so much music out there that it doesn't get heard and so if you get one editorial placement place a uh, playlist placement or yeah. you know something your tracks is getting views. Or listens, that's what you do it for, yeah. Because that means like you're growing an audience somehow. And you make mm. sure you link everything to your socials and. What? Right. Yeah. Do you Do you do a podcast? Do you do a mix podcast? No, I haven't done a mix because you, you do you, yeah, you've yeah, yeah. done a few guest ones, right? Like, I haven't yeah. done a mix in like a long time. Like mm. recently, I was just getting back into it. Um. I, but getting back into it, I really enjoy it because mm. it's like this. Um. I can play the tracks that I like, but that don't fly at twelve, yeah, mm-hmm. at night or something. So I'll just make like those deeper ones, and it's also a time thing. You know, mm-hmm. you have to yeah. find those tracks. So, but yeah, I like to. I would like to get more, make more things, but just a regular thing. I've too many regular things already. Like a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nine to five.
0: <laughs> so give us some details what you've got coming up. Uh, over the next summer, which okay. is uh, the next four months,
2: let me get my um, get my my, my trusty my trusty. Oh yes, Rolling Stone just posted my thing. Oh, that's nice. Well, talk, tell, well, tell tell us, us. What, what is that? Is that? Oh, yeah, I just saw that. Oh, the, um, so the Rolling Stone, they just asked there, they're like, hey, w- the cool album. Tell us something about every track, and so I wrote this thing about every track, and they just released that. Oh wow!
1: So people can see that online. They go to the Rolling you Stone. Can, you can go to
2: Rolling Stone and read my thoughts about my music, which is kind of like journalism has gotten really, bo- really lazy. <laughs> but um,
0: <laughs> this song is awesome. This song is awesome. Yeah, it's basically What Awesome
2: is
1: it Rolling Stone New Zealand or is it that's Australia? Oh, okay. Oh yeah. I didn't think New Zealand ever Rolling Stone.
2: They have. It's. Australia, Australia. And then they have a page for New Zealand. Oh
1: yeah, Uh, featuring you. Hey, that's pretty
2: cool. Okay, we're not. (laughs) That's awesome. Okay, I'm trying to find this list. I am have no internet here. Give me a second. Uh Aha. So once my profile loads, I am playing lots of festivals, Um, bigger ones, smaller ones, and um, it's not loading. Okay. Off the top of your head, come on. Um, the the <laughs> next one is in Queenstown um, in two weeks. I'll be doing a music conference on the Friday. It's called This Kind of Day, and yep. it's got a music conference with Josh Butler, Dawley. Oh, I like Josh. Um, yep. he's a good, dude. Hmm. Um, Frank Booker, and I'll talk about like my what I just talked about, like yeah, finishing tracks and yeah, accepting new shit and all this kind of stuff and yeah. moving on and. Right. learning from your from yep. your failures and like all these kind of things still have to figure out how to structure this but it's going to be good <laughs> um, and then the day after we're playing at this festival and then end of December is um, Basement Jack's gig Co- this is oh called Love your, Love your Ways or something uh, yep. um, and then New Year's we're going to be in Waiheke and then here we go um Nest Fest in Hastings, which is awesome. It's like different. When's that? That's um fifth of Jan or something. I think I'm in mean Hastings at that time.
1: Yeah. yeah I might Come down. Come down. It's gonna yeah. be it's gonna
2: be cool. It's a cool <laughs> festival. I really like what they're doing and I'm very uh like surprised that they um decided to book me because normally they're more into like the under like the UK kind of hipster house i call yeah, it yeah yeah um which is mean music but it's not what i play at all but yeah they're like hey man just give us a flavor of, of uh Sonori this summer then we're doing a, in golden bay a little one sonorous with Kirk Cox and ah sonorous yeah uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Fox oh, nice and, yeah. gonna be yeah. fun <coughs> shipwrecked in february and then um Splore on the Friday, Electric Avenue in Christchurch on the Saturday, and then Chihuahua Town in Australia on the Sunday. Well, that's a busy weekend. Yeah, I know. I think I should take Monday off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I think you should take the rest of the week off. And then that's um little, in little festival in Pyro, and then finishing off that run uh, in Wellington at yep. Homegrown. Cool. Man. Right, nice. we'll list
0: all of those in the description below. Most of them, I'll probably forget what he just told oh, me. Just oh, <laughs> we'll put it all there. And where can they find you? Where's the best place to listen to your stuff?
2: I think anywhere where you like to listen to music. It's like Spotify, Spotify. Yep. They, The Devil, but my catalogue is pretty well stacked yep. there. Um, Apple Music, yep. Deezer, I'm pretty sure. Like uh, Tidal, of course. Yep. Yep. Any of those. Scooters? YouTube. YouTube, all of it. Yeah, me. All right. Well, thank you
0: very much. We'll wrap it up there, but thank you, Sonny, for coming on in and uh, sh- sharing some of your insights. Yeah. And we'll be, we're definitely going to be catching up with you over the summer because by the sounds of those, we're going to be at most of those
2: anyway. Gigs catch me at the beginning when I'm still f- when I'm still full of energy. No, that's <laughs> the best part. We'll film you at the beginning when they are full full of energy, and we'll film you at the end yeah. when you're
0: collapsing and babies crawling all over you. Yeah, it'll yeah. be great. No. Uh, well, thanks no, for no, coming no, in, sure. mate. Yeah, thanks,
2: man. It's yep. been awesome. Thank Jeez. you very much.
1: It's it's wicked. Been. Thanks.